Here, in the frozen tundra of Canada, we await the awakening of a beast that has hibernated for almost 12 months. Known only to emerge one month before Christmas, his awakening is preceded by his now infamous call. If we sit and listen carefully, we may just hear him in the distance, if we're very, very lucky. And there he is, the Yuletide Bublis Michaelis, or Michael Buble, emerges from his deep slumber, with his distinctive crooning, which can be heard globally, but only at this time of year. What a magnificent sight. Marvellous. fellow Wolfstaggers. I hope we're all okay. Thank you for returning. I've been away a little bit. When I say I've been away a little bit, I took a little bit of a break because we had that crossover episode the other week. Remember that? If you don't remember it, why not? Why haven't you gone and listened? Stop right now. Go back. Go listen to it. Go find it. Um, no, I'm joking. Just carry on listening to this. Um, yeah, and you know what, guys? I've paused a little bit because I've had a little bit of a chest infection. Not been well. Been rather poorly. Slathering myself in Vicks. So welcome back, guys, to what is going to be the first week of December. Are your trees up yet? Have you put them up already? I'm seeing a few. Like, like mid-November, I'm starting to see the trees go up. uh, And the decorations and the lights and all that kind of stuff. Which, in pubs and stuff, you get. And in shops. I mean, you know what shops like? Shops start in the middle of summer. Or would if they could, at least, anyway. Uh, But in people's houses... It feels like it started a little earlier this year, which is fine. I love Christmas, but I like to get like bonfire night and Halloween and November out of the way first. Um, but to each their own. Who am I to judge? Not me, not I, nice person. Um, so I hope you've had a lovely week. I hope it's been uh, enjoyable. I hope it's been good. I hope you've been wrapped up warm. I have non- now gone to the part of my wardrobe that is chock full of all the, the winter woolies, the long coats, the scarves, gloves and hats. I'd live in that if I could, I'll be honest with you. I love summer, I do. I do love summer. I love the sunshine. I love the greenery. You know, I love all that. But I can't dress for it. It's it's um, It's not me. Right, I am absolutely 
couple of layers. Uh, right, for those of you that don't know me, I've, think I've lived the past 40 years in a lumberjack shirt. Uh, it's jeans, it's shirts, often checked. Yes, sister, I know. Can't you buy any other shirt than a checked one? Just a couple of denim ones, to be fair, really. Um, it's jeans, it's t-shirts, it's jumpers, it's chunky knits, it's, it's, it's high necks. Seriously, there's days I walk out my front door looking like a Norwegian fisherman. So if you resemble a seal, run, because I'm liable to club you over the head. Um, and with that little tasty morsel, I'm going to take another drink of my tea, and we'll start the show. Thank you. So I don't know if you've noticed. Um, you might not have, because it's been really quite subtle. Um, but there's a little bit of a thing going on with retail at the moment that uh, you might have heard referred to as Black Friday. Oh, come on. Fr Black Friday. It's a Friday. It's not a weekend. It's not a week. It's not three weeks. It's just incessant. Black Friday deals. Would you like to buy some stuff you don't need with money you don't have? No. No, I don't. Would you like 5% off? So no. That's not encouraging to buy things. Stop making me buy things. Can we have a, can we have a break? I'm, I'm, right. Especially, right, especially at the moment when people are struggling with, with money, finances, cost of living crisis, and you're constantly being rammed down your throat. Buy this. Buy Buy a coffee machine for £300 instead of £400. Would you like clothes? Would you like lots of new clothes? Would you like clothes you don't need? Would you like some tins? Tins of things. Lots of tins of things. Buy three, get another one free. Would you like to buy a car? Would you like to buy two cars, a house? Two houses, five houses. When is it enough? Stop. Right. I'm of the attitude now of make do and mend. That's probably where I am. And as you catch me here this morning, I'm a sat in a pair of jeans, which I donned myself because a little hole gaped in, in an area where you don't want holes. It wasn't a cool 90s Nick Kamen Diet Coke hole in like the knee. No, it was, it, was, it was a hole in a pair of jeans. It's liable to get you arrested had you not done something about it. So I did. I took a needle and thread, boys and girls. I took a needle and a thread and I donned my jeans and they are absolutely good as new i could have tipped them in the bin me of old would have just thrown them in the bin and went out and bought a brand new pair but that is absolute madness and insanity there's literally nothing wrong with them so that's where i'm at these days right so if you're gonna have a black friday can we just keep it to a friday is that too much to ask However, I'm going to retract on that statement a little bit now. If Yorkshire Tea want to do a Black Friday where I get double the amount of tea bags for the same amount of money, I'm absolutely all over that. I found myself becoming a bit of a tea snob. Right, and not just a tea snob in terms of what tea I drink, because I'm very particular. I like me Yorkshire tea. I like me Yorkshire tea gold. If, oh, 
when I'm feeling like a little self-care, when I'm feeling like a little treat, I'll pull out my box from my top shelf with my gold Yorkshire tea and I'll bob one of those in. Right, but is that enough? No. You can't just make a cup of tea with a tea bag like that. It has to be steeped in boiling water for at least two minutes. At least two minutes. And then you have to stir the tea. You have to take the tea bag out. Maybe a little bit of a press, but not a squeeze, because you don't want too many tannins in there. And then you, shall we say, season to taste your milk, your sugar. And I've become partial to uh, chocolate digestives as well recently. I'm becoming a proper old man. I've even got a flat cap that I wear these days. I don't, old age has, des- has descended upon me at a rapid pace. I need to go out and do something about this. But I love a chocolate biscuit. I love a proper brew. Right, and if there's anybody, and I know because I check the demographics for this show, right? So to my foreign listeners out there, of which there are a few... You don't make tea in a microwave. You don't put a tea bag in cold water and put it in a microwave. Oh my God, I've seen things on the internet that would make your toes curl, right? Now, I'm quite positive about social media and the internet, and there is some awful stuff out there, and some of it does need to be cracked down upon. But the absolute worst, worst, worst thing in my mind is the way some of you make a cup of tea. Oh, stop right now. However... Yorkshire tea want to send me some cheap tea bugs. I'm all over that. Can I have my rant of the week? Oh. Right, I never wanted this podcast to be political or religious. I try and stay away from that as much as I can do. Because it is about being positive and it's about self-care. And it's about just the fun stuff that happens in life. But I can't get away from the fact that we seem to have a bit of a thing these days with the anti-woke brigade. And woke being used as a slur, as a derogatory slur. I don't see what's wrong with being awake. And I'm not I'm not saying that in a, in a kind of take the mickey out of it kind of way. There are people in this world that would rather have you fast asleep and just glide through the world oblivious. Go and watch your rubbish, go and binge your box sets, go and watch your rubbish TV. Go and concentrate on things in the world that don't matter while we in the background louse things up while making an awful lot of money. No, when did it become a crime to care for people? When did it become a crime to allow people to be free and to be who they are? When did it become a crime to close your doors to people who are cold, hungry, starving, fleeing from war and awful situations. We're a proud nation that proudly over centuries have taken people in. We're a melting pot of a country. And if anybody wants to check their DNA background, for those of you that go, oh, I'm English and I'm proud to be English, then go and spit in a tube and go and get it checked for your DNA because you'll find an awful lot of other stuff swilling around in there. We are an island We are a mix. We are multicultural. We have been for centuries. We need to stop demonising. And I know financially, you know, you have to weigh the pros and cons in terms of can we afford to do things? Can we allow people to come in? Can we house them? Can we do all this stuff? We can afford money for a train set. Yeah? 
We can find money for wars. Yeah? We can find money to waste on PPE that doesn't work. We can find that money. But when it comes to housing people and children who are desperate and needy, how... I mean, imagine yourself. How dire must your life be if you're prepared to put your child, your two-year-old or three-year-old, in a dinghy and set sail across the English Channel? They're not doing that for benefits. Stop listening to that lie. It's awful. Would you do that for £30 a week? No. So stop believing the myth that that's what they're doing it for. It drives me insane. So that's my little rant. Um, but you know what I did this week? Um, off the back of these feelings, because sometimes it's hard for me to express the sort of stuff that's going on, I put it into a poem. So I'm going to read that for you now. We're anti-woke. Why are you so awake? Stop being such a massive snowflake. Do as we say, not as we do. There will be no parties for you. Stop all the boats, just stay out at sea. Children are drowning, there's nothing to see. Live in a tent, it's a lifestyle choice. How dare you have a political voice. A house in the country, a massive cigar, more important than you is what we are. Get back in your box. Think what we say. Until the day comes, we take you away. When you no longer fit in our right-wing collusion, we'll find for you a final solution. So stay fast asleep while we spend all your dough. Not on homeless or hungry, but on trains that won't go. Poor and in need, we care not a jot. Foreigners aren't welcome unless you have a huge yacht. But we can do better for our world's sake. Just open your eyes and stay wide awake. I'm going to move away from the rant now. Don't worry, boys and girls. Um, but you know what? And here's the thing that a lot of people don't realise. Caring builds resilience. And caring builds heart health. And the science backs it up. You can have stress in your life. You can be busy. You can be involved in all manner of different things. But if you care, if you care for other people, if you give, if you even volunteer if you want to go as far as that. If you knock on a door of a neighbour that you haven't seen in a while and just check on them. Or you speak to somebody when you're in a shop that you normally wouldn't have spoken to where you sat next to somebody on a bus and you just say, how are you? You're actually building heart health and heart resilience. So, next time you're out and about and you're with strangest people or you spot someone who looks like they're a bit down a bit blue whatever it might be just check in with them because you might not just be saving their lives you might also be saving yours 
Anybody want to buy a litter tray? I've got a litter tray going spare. Cat litter tray. Don't worry, there's nothing wrong with my cat. He's absolutely fine. Except for the fact that this cat has an uncanny ability to stand four feet in a tray. His four feet in the tray, not four feet away from the tray. However, what looks like it's happened afterwards can appear that way. No, his four legs in the tray, in the centre, he can have a poo and it goes on the outside of the tray on the floor. How? His litter tray is constantly clean and I have puddles and piles surrounding it. You know why? He doesn't like wet feet. What have I raised? What is going on with this cat? He's, it, well, takes after me, doesn't he? Don't get dirt near me. Can't be doing with that. But he hasn't quite figured out to put his four feet on the outside of the tray and stick his bum in. It'd be like you stood on the toilet and having a poo on your bathroom floor. That's effectively what he's doing. Maybe, maybe, maybe what I should do is have the litter tray and just the, the black plastic tray and put his litter uh, uh, all around the edge of it, like surrounding it, like a salt circle. Like he's some like he's like some sort of demonic possessions going on. We surround him with salt to protect him from demons. And trust me, when he drops one, it smells evil. So this might actually just be the plan. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should just put a litter tray in the middle of the kitchen and surround it with litter for him to land his little evil parcels onto. I mean, what is? Ah, oh, bless him. I love him to bits. He's a he's an old boy now. He's he's getting a little bit... He's, he's broke a tooth. Bless him. I don't know how he's done it. I think it's because he ran into a wall being chased by the cat next door. He's such a wuss. He, he's frightened of his own shadow, bless him. Um, and obviously frightened of bad smells and dirty feet at the same time. So, yeah. What do you do with him, guys? Advice, advice required in this respect. If anybody could come up with a plan of how to get my cat to take a dump in litter... Bear in mind he's 11 years old now. I think that horse might have bolted. Ah, well. I'm currently looking at some pictures and photographs that I've got hung on my wall. And I've had a little bit of an epiphany, a bit of a realisation... Do you know we've all got that gremlin that lives behind our TV sets that when we've put all our cables clean and tidy and neatly away comes in the middle of the night and jumbles them all up, ties them in knots so you can never unpack them again. Well, I've discovered there's a gremlin that goes along my wall and moves all my pictures. Everything's wonky. Everything's at a slant, right? And I'm, yes, I'm this guy. I'm the guy that's got one of those tiny spirit levels and checks the levels of everything, right, just to make sure it looks right. Because it's got to look right in my head. I couldn't settle if there's stuff of a wonk. So unless anybody's sneaking in and just giving everything a little bit of a nudge, I bet you it's the cat. I will put money on it. No, he can't reach that far. Although I wouldn't blame him if he tried. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I've got like all these pictures on my wall and they're all wonky. Not by lots, 
Not like poltergeist wonky. Just enough to be a little bit off kilter. And it's a little bit disconcerting. It's messing with my head a little bit. Sorry, I don't know that. Thank you, Alexa. Bless her. She doesn't know the answer to it either. If any of you out there do, I'll be I'll be more than pleased for you to to write in and let me know. But if any blue tack, I think that's the idea. Maybe I should use a lot of blue tack. Maybe I should just sort of like tack the corners down so they don't move because it's properly wrecking my head now. Welcome to my world. I've just seen this thing online uh, on Instagram um, by a page called History Photographed. And if I can share it, I will do. So keep an eye out for this. Um, it's a, an article um, from the Tacoma News Tribune. Tacoma in, in America, Pasadena. Way. Okay. Uh, Tacoma News Tribune, April the 11th, 1953. And it is headlined, There'll be no escape in future from telephones. Bear in mind this is 70 years ago. Okay, so from Pasadena. The telephone of the future, question mark. Mark R. Sullivan, San Francisco president and director of the Pacific Telephone and Telegraph Company, said in an address Thursday night, Just what form the future telephone will take is, of course pure speculation. Here is my prophecy. In its final development, the telephone will be carried about by the individual, perhaps as we carry a watch today. It probably will require no dial or equivalent. And I think the users will be able to see each other if they want, as they talk. Who knows but what it might actually translate from one language to another. Wow. That's 70 years ago. He got that absolutely spot on. That's some Nostradamus level stuff, that, isn't it? I'm just impressed with stuff like that. There are, when you read things like Jules Verne, if, you, any, if anybody likes science fiction. I, I'm a bit of a science fiction nerd, I can't lie. Um, because they're, they're really fun ways of telling stories, human stories. Usually... Apart from when you're watching the horror channel and it's just like, you know, prehistoric dinosaurs coming back to bite your head. Uh, but good science fiction tells human interest stories in a way that, that's accessible for everybody and it's not kind of picking anybody out. It's far enough removed to be not about you specifically, but close enough for it to be absolutely about you. Um, yeah, and the great science fiction writers, though, absolutely come up with some... Just, it does seem like they, they have knowledge of the future, doesn't it? Yeah, Poo. blows your way. Who knew? Ho, ho. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to call it a wrap on this week's show. Because I need to go and rest my lungs, because they are not yet healed. And I think I'm going to go and re-watch last night's Doctor Who. Brilliant to have it back. Love a little bit of the Doctor. Um, and I need to do some ironing while I still have time. On the subject of time, people assume that time is a strict progression of cause to effect. 
but actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. See you all next week, peoples. Thank you for listening to the Wolfstag Podcast. I've been your host, Mike Jones. Production and editing has been by me, Mike Jones. The music you've been listening to is One Shot by Soundroll. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do like, rate, leave a comment. It really does help. So tell your friends as well. This has been a Wolfstag production for the Acast Creator Network. <laughs>